Hey, are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or professional? If so, we want you to apply to be a featured guest on our show. My name is Adam Torres, and I host the Mission Matters series of podcasts. I've recorded over 3,000 episodes, and we are just getting started. How do you know if you'd be a good guest to be on the show? Well, only one way to find out, and that's to apply, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We want guests to have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Innovation Podcast, your source for all things innovation. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have John Kierkegaard on the line, and he's president and CEO over at DCRA Inc. and DCRA Technologies, LLC. Uh, John, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. All right, John, so I'm excited to get into today's topic. So we're going to be talking about blockchain technology. We're going to talk about supply chain networks and synchronicity. I mean, we got a whole lot to cover here. Um, but before we get into that, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing over at DCRA Inc. and DCRA Technologies, please. Sure, Adam. We're, we're all kind of creatures of our experience, and my my background is 35-plus years of solving big supply chain business problems using process and tech technology. And about 20 years ago, we founded DCRA uh, around the concept of compressing cycle time and all supply chain activities and a focus on sales and operations planning, which is kind of a a big way to say I teach a manufacturer supply chain. How do I make what I sell and sell what I make, not not create excess? So um, Today, I think we're going to talk a little bit more about some innovative new patented technologies and blockchain that we've created that I think can help uh, synchronize activities up and down supply chains in in a much better way. So just to get that conversation started, let's talk about, you know, the the, the current state of um, global GDP and supply chain impacts and, and what's going on. So where do you want to start this? And I know this is a big topic for us to cover, you know, in our, in our 15 minute or so podcast, but we're going to get as much of it as we can out of you. Yeah, sure. I mean, my favorite quote in life is Ben Franklin. If I had more time, I'd written a shorter letter. So we'll see if we can, <laughs> we can keep things short. So, so the... The, the, the place to start is with numbers. And if you think of global GDP being around 70, 80 trillion dollars, um, about, about 17 to 18 trillion of that is caught up in what would be supply chain for processes. Um, mm-hmm. making the, 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 I'm sorry, of, of global, global GDP, 80, 80, 85% of that, about 60 trillion dollars is caught up in supply chain for processes. Um, but the the key metric that's that's interesting to look at is the amount of inventory held up and down supply chains across the globe is around seventeen eighteen trillion dollars, and that, despite you know billions of dollars of supposedly Harry Potter magic technology from ERP systems to optimization systems to um, everything you can name, that that number's actually trended up the last ten fifteen years, not gone down. 
mm. which is a which is a real kind of uh, you know if you're old enough to remember the old the old space shows you know that that's a danger will will rob us there's 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 mm-hmm. something wrong out there we've thrown all this technology at it but our our macro efficiency of getting goods to market has gone down mm. so I mean, and first off, just to make sure we heard this right, so trillions of dollars that are at stake here, not billions for everybody listening. So it's a massive amount of inefficiency. Um, so I mean, right. where, so where do we where do we go from there? I mean, obviously there's a huge, huge problem. A lot of things that can be solved. Um, maybe let's start with something. Let's just start locally. I mean, in the U.S. I mean, what what's kind of going wrong here in, in manufacturing? Yeah, I don't think it's going wrong. In manufacturing, what's going wrong is the borders between companies that manufacture and build and distribute and and retail. And the simple reality is over the last few decades, nobody's a vertically integrated manufacturer. You you build something and you buy either components. um, And whether you're uh, two guys making bicycles in in, uh, Seattle or you're, you're Boeing making 787 airplanes, there's just massive dysfunction between the borders of businesses or even the borders between departments of a large, large firm. And those, the, the way things get solved today is, is entities to make the other entity happy. They either push out times or they, they carry too much inventory or too much capacity to, to, to manufacture, which is a tremendous amount of wasted, wasted resource or lost sales. Which makes perfect sense. I mean, and um, so looking at how, I guess, how we move forward, um, obviously there's no, you know, silver bullet on this one, but like what are some of the things that we can do to to correct this or simplify it or make things more efficient? Like what does that look like? Well, the the, the first step in correcting it is a good diagnostic of what is, right? So what is Mm -hmm. today is 20, 30 years of companies buying and being sold I, I, I use the term deep water wells of isolated to technology that make themselves very precise within the borders of their of their own c- company. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll blame ERP as the pr- primary com- pr- primary primary uh, uh, culprit here, um, but not good synchronization outside of those four walls. And that that technology has made the pr- problem worse. The way we move forward is we begin to understand that that people like to collaborate. Um, but when it comes to collaborating around numbers, what's happened in the world today is, and this, this is in, in almost every bit business, is despite the sophisticated billions of dollars of ERP systems, whatever, in most cases, manufacturing gets coordinated with outside processes and resources and other component manufacturing and materials with mostly spreadsheets and, 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 and emails. Because spreadsheets are a good way to represent a time phase flow of goods, emails become more of a collaborative model. You know, can you make me 10 a week for 10 weeks? You got to make sure that the contract manufacturer didn't hear, oh, I, I need 30 in week 10, right? So there's a mm-hmm. fair amount of the, the old telephone game involved in terms of communicating the right way and, you know, great efficient supply chains don't just make piles of goods. They don't, they don't make you know, six months of red dresses only to find out the ladies want blue dresses, right? You say very mm-hmm. responsive and, and nimble. And, and the, 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 the things we've gone through with COVID the last six months are a great example of that. So, so, the, so the answer to your question, what, what do we do to move forward? We, mm-hmm. we need to recognize that 
our technology architectures of solving these problems have largely been flawed. Uh, and and the, the, the big technology companies and some big operators like the Amazons of the world have, have pushed out very centralized technology as a command and control environment, more like the Chinese, like command and control environment. Mm-hmm. But that's not how U.S. business works. And so we need to have a, a tremendous push on what I would call decentralized network encrypted secure technology so that businesses can collaborate in a way where they don't have to give up competitive um, competitive secrets, yet they can coordinate uh, an efficient, effective use of their, their resources and their partners' resources. Let's go a little bit further down that line of thought in terms of the technology and what that looks like. And also, um, is what you're describing, you know, is that just enterprise-level potential solutions or is that also for the mid-market or small business? I mean, let's go a little bit further into the technology things and how you see some of those things working out. That's what's so powerful. It, it works for two guys in a bicycle shop and it works for all of Boeing or all of Siemens, like a key client of ours. Uh, so the, 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 what, what's needed is, is essentially, if you can imagine a, a multi-enterprise, multi-entity spreadsheet that was a little bit like Humpty Dumpty. You know, you can take Humpty mm-hmm. Dumpty, you can break them apart, but you, the, old, the old fable, you can't put them back together again. But what mm-hmm. you need to be able to do is break Humpty Dumpty apart and then be able to put it back together. So I, you know, the, the secret words in supply chain planning, which is such a powerful concept, evolve around looking forward, not backwards, like in traditional accounting, and, and a planning bill material. And a, a planning bill material is not necessarily the engineering bill material, but it's, it's how I make the components. So by making a desktop computer, there may be 10,000 components in the engineering bill material, but the planning bill material might have five or 10 items in it, a keyboard, a, a power supply, a hard drive, a case, et cetera, right? So mm-hmm. what you want to be able to do is, 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 in today's world, nobody makes all those components under one financial entity. An mm-hmm. HP or a Dell would, would, would have multiple suppliers of those things, but they then have to synchronize the flow of those, those pieces back to your order. And, and that's where technology has let us down, where technology leaders have pushed the wrong tool to solve the, 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 the problem. And blockchain, although not perfect, blockchain is a phenomenal step function awareness that there needs to be uh, tremendous uh, balance of, of of a decentralized network computing that's secure and and asynchronous to balance out the centralized computing that's become so dominant in the marketplace. So there's a thread here that really uh, impacts U.S. support of U.S. manufacturing. I mean, jobs, a lot of things uh, domestically. Could you talk a little bit more about that and what that looks like? Yeah, that's something I've done a lot of philanthropic work on for the last 20 years in terms of how to create and expand U.S. Manu- U.S. employment and manufacturing through these concepts. And, um, I-, I can explain it very logically, and then you know people can dig in our our blog of our website, dcrasolutions.com or or sopbook.com. But but think of think of you know the Puritans and the people who settled this United States, they came here with, with high hopes of productivity, but they, they, they desired to be independent, but yet dependent, right? And what we're missing as a, as a nation, uh, I, I liken it to, um, 
the interstate interstate highway system was built after World War II so that so that we wouldn't be threatened by you know the Soviet Union we, we could move troops and and resources around the country is is we need an interstate highway system of what I would call synchronizing the independent we need both government and and and, inter, and private enterprise to invest in and and for, for this discussion let's talk about it in terms of blockchain networks because that's probably the best in, enable we have now. Um, ways that independent business, businesses, independent manufacturers, independent distributors, independent sales agents, and or big dominant entities can better synchronize uh, their their resources and inventory to the to the, uh, uh, the 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 total solution. That total solution might be a complicated product. It might build, be building an office building. It might be just getting the resources for a contractor to remodel your your kitchen in your house. Fantastic. So, John, a final question, two-part question. Uh, number one, um, what are the right types of uh, – so a lot of people listen to this podcast. Um, what are the right types of companies and organizations that are typically a good fit for DCRA? Uh, question number one. And question number two, uh, what's the best way for these, uh, for these companies to follow up to learn more um, with you and your team? Yeah, what's really powerful is is this these concepts of sales and operations planning applied to decentralized blockchain apply to pretty much every industry you can imagine. Um, obviously, industries like automotive and automotive supplies, high tech, telecom equipment, aerospace, um, they and, and some food industry, some re- retail businesses, they're probably on the leading edge of immediate value because they live this problem. The day they walk in, from the, from the minute they walk into the office, the minute they go home and keep w- working, they're they're complicated products with many different components and uses. But but the the solutions apply to every industry, and it, it applies to and actually in many respects, smaller businesses can deploy this much faster and easier than larger businesses because it's much more natural. It's much more the way people and businesses co- collaborate. You know, if I if I'm a small mm-hmm. business. Using other other resources, I I asked my supplier, can you give me ten a week for ten weeks? And I judged, did he give me a sincere answer, or did he, he give me a BS answer? And and then based on that, I then calibrate what I commit to my like my customer. The problem is, as you scale, doing that with numbers becomes in, in, increasingly hard as you get more and more numbers and more and more arrays of data and, and paths in, in, in your supply chain network. So so uh, it, it applies to all, all of the above. Fantastic. And what's the best way for these organizations to connect with you and your team? Yeah, just call us at 214-352-0868. We have three websites that that uh, that can help. Uh, BCRASolutions.com is our consultative problem-solving supply chain diagnostics process. Uh, DCRA Technologies, the website is SOPbook.com, and that explains more of our blockchain enablers and decentralized Sales and operations planning technologies, and then we're rolling out a, a new service called MakeIt.net, which is M the number eight K I T dot net, and that is the innovative service we're deploying. That is a a collaboration service to help uh, various ERP systems, various planning systems, various contract manufacturers all synchronize their production and their fulfillment in much tighter, uh, more 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 uh, productivity and pro- and profitable ways. 
Fantastic. Well, John, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your insight on what's going on in manufacturing, blockchain, synchronicity. I mean, we covered, you packed a whole lot into this uh, mighty punch of an episode, so thank you for that. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If this is your first time listening, do not forget, hit that subscribe button. Would love for you to come back and be a return listener. I have a lot of more great guests coming up for you. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Innovation, definitely hit the subscribe button there, but also leave us some comments on the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And John, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks, Adam.